Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Hey, God bless the Lord's favor, grace and blessing be upon all of you in Jesus name. I want to talk to you today about angelic technology, angelic technology. Are angels um, limited to only using swords, spears and shields while human civilization, our weapons, or we have long since given up or no longer use swords and spears uh, for our weaponry. All right. So um, how is it that um, every time someone uh, sees a angelic uh, vision or dream uh, with a- angels in warfare, they only see them with swords. The question I have is, is our angels limited to only using swords and shields and chariots while we use fighter planes? All right. So I'm curious. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Let's break bread. Let's kind of get the dialogue coming. I'm more than sure that angels have uh, updated weaponry that maybe the church and you and I have not seen yet. Um, And um, I want to know what's your thoughts on that. And uh, let's see if we could kind of dig into the scriptures uh, with this. Um, Because I'm more than sure that uh, the devil um, is uh, updating his weaponry. Uh, We actually see it on a day to day basis, you know, Um, and if they did update their weapons, what kind of weapons uh, would they upgrade to? Because a sword, uh, let's just be honest here, a sword really isn't that impressive. There's really nothing impressive about a sword. It's just a piece of. Uh, rather, it's a forged metallic object uh, with sharp edges uh, that can be used to penetrate. But angels don't die. Did you catch what I just said? Why would a sword or rather, why would an angel have a sword to stab uh, demonic angels when angels don't die? Um, that's kind of uh, what I'm alluding to. Uh, to when it comes to angelic technology, you know, um, do a- do angels bleed? Okay, what would what would be the purpose of having a sword? What if an angel did penetrate a demon? Do demons bleed? Did you catch what I just said? Come on, guys, let's kind of you know, um, let's really dialogue about this. Do do angels bleed? 
Um, we know angels need help. Daniel chapter 10, we find that Michael needed some help. As a matter of fact, we find that Gabriel and Michael uh, needed some help. Um, help for what? Help in what way? Okay, okay so um, when an angel loses or when a demon loses, lose in what way? What does that mean? Uh, when it says, uh, you know, uh, the, the, that the dragon lost to Michael and, uh, Michael and his angels defeated the dragon and his angels defeated in what way? What does it mean? Defeated physically? We can't say defeated spiritually because they're, they already are in the spirit realm. So what would be the purpose of a sword if it, if it, if, when penetrating doesn't produce uh neither blood or death what 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 come on let's i want to i want to hear from you guys i really want to hear you know um what would be the purpose of an outdated weapon when we when we when we are in 2018 you know if if i had a gun and you came to me with a sword, I'd literally, I'd literally laugh in your face. If you was to come at me with a sword and I'm, and I have a 357 Magnum, I'd literally would laugh in your face. You know, then what would be the purpose in 2018 for us to have visions of angels still with swords? Or how come, uh, do, do they use other weapons that we haven't seen yet? Um, and in the spirit realm, how, how is battle determined in victory? Meaning, um, how would a battle w be known for, um, uh, that you won? How would you know you won in the spirit realm, in the earthly realm? It means I'd blow your brains out and there'd be no more functioning. Um, and I win in the spirit realm, you know, um, demons don't die. They don't die. So what, is, what is the prerequisite or what is the determining factor to even there to be even a proclamation that, okay, we won this battle. Uh, what would that be? I, I'm, I'm genuinely, uh, I'm genuinely asking and guys, please don't give me religious rhetoric. Cause you know that I'm thorough in exegesis. And, um, no one is going outside of scripture. Um, I'm a son of God. I can ask. There's no, you know, um, sola scriptura. I have blind, uh, I have, uh, you know, blind faith in the word. It's inerrant, infallible word of the living God. And because it is, I can ask questions. I, I, I want to know why would angels be equipped with swords, uh, when uh demons don't bleed and swords is an is, is an is an old thing when modern civilization uh as uh, upgrades upgrades how does this work how does how does that work how can i know an angel is going to protect me what if a demon came with a bazooka in the spirit and the angel came with the sword how does how is that scene going to play out What's your thoughts? Uh, how, how, how is that scene going to play out? You know, you know, 
a demon coming with a tank. I'm not saying that there's tanks in the spirit. I'm just trying to find out why in tw- why in 6,000 years, angelic weaponry hasn't upgraded beyond swords, spears, and chariots. When human civilization, we don't use chariots. We use tanks and fighter jets. You know what I'm saying? All right. You know, what? what is... Uh, uh, what is your thoughts on that? Swords are for piercing, but demons don't bleed. Angels don't bleed. All right. Listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. What if, uh, okay, wait, listen. Swords are for piercing the enemy. Neither good or bad angels bleed. They don't bleed. What would be the purpose of a sword for an enemy that doesn't bleed? What would be the purpose all right. I really want you to have a critical or what is called higher criticism. Higher criticism is a belief system or a line of thinking that allows the believer to think critically, not critical. Very big difference to think critically, which means to ask tough questions and to allow the Holy Spirit to answer you. And to give answers and not to be baby in our thinking because we're so shook of asking questions like this because uh, we've been taught to ask such questions is to either put doubt in baby Christian. Let me tell you something. If you listen to my Periscope, you better not be no baby Christian because over here I don't deal with baby Christian stuff. I'm asking real tough questions. I don't care where anybody is at in their Christian state. Don't listen to this broadcast and my periscopes. If questions like this is going to shake you up, I don't talk to baby Christians. I deal with Christians that are mature. Let's dialogue. Baby Christians is for them other other periscopes. I don't do that here. You know, because I'm not going to be dilly-dallying around. Be careful of the baby Christians, Pagani. Baby Christians, don't listen to my periscopes. Find another periscope because I'm not going to be 50 years worrying about baby Christians. All right? Go somewhere else with that stuff. Watch my other videos. All right. If you hear, we're going to talk and let's deal with this stuff. I have zero tolerance for baby Christians. I don't even care. Find a baby preacher who deals with baby topics. Go over there. All right. (laughs) And I 100% mean it. All right. Do angelic technology upgrade? Uh, you know, does angelic technology improve? Okay, watch this. Do demon weaponry upgrade? Are demons using swords? All right. Do demons use swords? All right. Do demons use newer weapons to their advantage? All right. I'm genuinely asking. <laughs> um why is it that we can only see the reason why I'm asking is cuz I don't have the answer but I've been thinking about this for the last couple of weeks I want to know and I and if I'm thinking about it there has to be there has to be others thinking about things like this to get answers because I don't want to be outdated in my weaponry as a believer 
if the devil's weaponry is upgrading itself. So therefore, if the devil's weaponry is upgrading itself, then that lets me know if it does. I don't know if it does. Then that means angelic good angel weaponry also has to upgrade. Did you catch what I just said? Um, and I want to be able to allow, listen to me, to allow myself to tap into the newness of God's weaponry. If there is a new weapon that God wants to release for the believer to use because the kingdom of darkness is upgrading itself, I want to know what that is. I want to tap into that. I want to find out what it is. And if there isn't, amen, we're not going to go make one up because then that's a spirit of error and that's doctrinal error um, and it's heresy. But if, if, if there is... I want to be open for God to release fresh revelation, fresh revelation uh, to be able um, to tap into a new thing that God wants to give us so that we uh, could be ahead of the game and not lose in our spiritual warfare. In our spiritual warfare against the enemy. Second Corinthians chapter 10 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds uh, and to, uh, to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. All right. So, so, all right. All right. What if the high thing is a new high thing? If the high thing is a new high thing, then what would be the weapon to remove the new high thing if I don't know what it is? Did you catch what I just said? All right. Okay, the Holy Spirit will reveal these things to us. Amen. Yes, demons have upgrades. It said evil will increase. Mm, that's pretty good. Like it. Love your line of thinking. Demons use all kinds of weapons. I'm reading your comments, guys. Uh, demons use all kinds of weapons, like different world wars had different types of weapons. Maybe. Mm, that's why I'm asking. All right. That's why I'm asking. I'm having a I'm having a hard time accepting. Or well, let me rephrase that word. I'm having a hard time. Uh, or rather, I'm 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 being immensely inquisitive as to why in 2018 angels are still using swords. I want to know what's going on there. Why in 2018 angels are still using swords? That's been my question. For the last at least month and a half, I've been thinking about it. I've been really, really, really thinking about it. Now watch this. What I have found is potentially the only group of people that might be onto something in this particular topic is my African brothers and sisters in Africa. For some reason, our African brethren 
have a keen insight into this. I've been to Nigeria. I've been to Africa uh, taking this message of deliverance. And it's very different uh, than Western civilization. When you go out there, the prayers are very different. The prophetic utterances are very different. Uh, the the average Christian uh, in Africa uh, version of Christianity is very militant. It is our African brothers and sisters uh, are very militant when it comes to their Christianity. Very, very militant. Their line of thinking is completely different. Now, when you get to Western uh, civilization and Western Christianity, our version of, of Christianity is very intellectualized. Very intellectualized. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's literally nothing wrong with that. But a topic like this um, either fears puts fear in believers or you get mature believers worrying about baby Christians. Like, oh, don't talk about that because you don't want to confuse anybody. I don't care about that stuff. Let them get confused, man, because they're confused already. That's my mindset. The baby Christians are confused already. They're already stuck. That's why they... That's why Christianity in Western civilization spends all their time in wilderness theology and hater theology. But that's another topic for another day. Now, when you go to Africa and when you go to uh, maybe some third world countries, but specifically, specifically, uh, when you go to uh, and hang around in fellowship with our African brothers and sisters, this topic is literally the norm, or at least it's open for conversation. And their version or their paradigm uh, for the spirit realm is very militant. It's not built around worship. It really isn't built around worship. It's built around warfare. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's built around, you know, it's, it's not built around. As a matter of fact, in Africa, there are no seeker sensitive churches. There are 100% no seeker-sensitive churches out there. Like, that doesn't even make sense out there. Out here, it's, you know, it's, you know, this version of Christianity that's very, you know, very um, uh, intellectualized. And uh, I don't even know the word for it because I don't want to uh, minimize uh, out here because I'm from out here and I don't shoot down my own team, you know, but it's it's just very, very, very different, you know, and um, the average uh, Christian wouldn't know how to pray fire down from heaven here in Western civilization if you even gave them a six-week teaching series on the fire of God. They'd still be praying low-level prayers and couldn't even crack crack the heavens to get a little flame to come down, but but get but get around uh, some Caribbean some Caribbean folk that know how to pray or uh, some African and they know how to fire be within seconds be fire of God. All right, now now uh, with that being said, I, I'm trying to allow myself to get to the place of okay, God, is it that the church is always in a place? of being stuck, like we're always stuck and behind, or are there not just a new word and a shifting and a new glory, are there new weapons? Are there new weapons? If we are in a warfare, am I, okay, let, let's go further than this. Is the armor of God only 
within the context of a Roman soldier. Come on, guys, man. You know, I'm from the Bronx, man. I don't use swords, man. I, we got guns out here. We got real guns. We got AKs out here. And you mean to tell me, you know, we go to war out here in the Bronx. I'm going to go get a sword. I'm going to go get a gun, man. We're going to go get an AK, bulletproof vest. You know, uh, are we limited to just a shield? A shield. Are we limited to a shield? Are we limited to a helmet? Did you catch what I just said? You know, I don't know about all this other stuff about horses and chariots and shields. Not from the Bronx, man. You know, we got real guns out here. You know, we, we carry real grenades. How about that? How about I throw you a grenade and you ain't even, you, you're not even going to get 15 feet. How about I shoot you a missile and forget about your, you know, your jousting. You mean to tell me you, you're limited, you know, warfare is limited to a horse and jousting? Uh, very simple. I blow a missile in your direction. There goes you and your joust and your horse. Did you catch what I just said? Uh, talk to me, y'all. Talk to me. Talk to me. Come on. Come on. Let me hear what you got to say. I, wa I want to know. I, 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 I want to know. I want to know. Come on. I'm going to read some of your comments right now, guys. All right. Could it be that the Lord is showing us what we understand according to our times? Ah, now you're talking. Could it be that proper exegesis and good homiletics, or rather hermeneutics, uh, will let us know that the authors of the Bible, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, which penned the inerrant, infallible word of the living God, were writing uh, according to their understanding from a historical demographic of the time that they were living in. So to them, it was swords and shields and how they, watch this, and how they viewed the angelic uh, or whatever it is that they penned in the Holy Scriptures according to their understanding. Now, what about the dreams and visions according to those prophets and apostles that are in 2018? How would God, it would make, now this is just me, it would make absolutely no sense for God to show me warfare in a vision with swords and spears when I'm from the Bronx, when all I know is street life. Why would he show that to me? That would make absolutely no sense because I've never even held a sword in my hand. I've never held a real sword in my hand. All I know is guns. All right, come on. The book of Daniel says knowledge shall increase. If knowledge shall increase, shouldn't our visions also increase? Come on, talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Come on. Uh, I'm, I'm having this great conversation with you. All right, let me go back, read some of your comments. We have an arsenal of various types of weaponry available to us. What are those weapons? What are those weapons? Somebody said it in the chat room. I want to know what, what are those weapons? You better not tell me a sword or a bigger sword or a certain type of sword is still a sword. Come on, y'all. Talk to me. I'm going back. All right. All right. Come on. All right. Keep it going. Uh, could it be? Okay. Watch this. 
that the book of Revelation, the typology that the apostle John wrote when he said scorpion, could a scorpion really mean tank? But he did not know, uh, or rather a tank had not been invented yet. So he wrote, or God showed it to him as a scorpion. A scorpion in modern day, to me, looks like a tank. Looks like a tank. No way, no way around that one. There's no, there's no way, there, there, there's no way uh, around that one. Come on, y'all. Let's keep going. Love this. Love this topic. I'm making you think. I'm making you think. All right, let's keep going. I'm going to read some of your comments. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. There's no wrong answer, guys, uh, because I don't have the answer. But it's worth asking. It's worth pressing in to the Holy Spirit um, and asking the Holy Spirit tough questions. Not for the sake of criticism, but for the sake of critical thinking. Thinking to expanding our thinking so that the Holy Spirit could drop deposits that never been dropped in spirit in our spirits before. All right. Apostle, you just said it. Western Christianity is different from Africa. Yes, it is. Uh, Africa is not playing. Okay. All right. Demons can evolve. I don't know if they can create weapons. Amen. All right. So uh, uh, somebody said demons can evolve, but I don't know if they can create weapons. All right. Somebody else wrote nothing new under the sun, just renewed tactics. Okay. Good, 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 good. Uh, okay, keep it going. Um, all right, we have air drones to drop bombs. So angels, so will angels holy bombs? <laughs> I don't think a bomb can be holy. All right, but I get what you're trying to say, holy bombs. All right, come on. Let's keep going. Good conversation. Uh, okay, I, somebody wrote here, I had a dream about angels with plasma rifles. Mm, now you're on to something with a red substance running through them. Woo, okay, now we're talking. Finally, somebody's being honest about some of their dreams and visions that, that don't fit the paradigm of what is traditionally accepted as what would be considered a vision from the Lord. Now we're talking angels with plasma rifles. Woo! Now we're talking some good stuff. Finally, somebody with boldness and a heart uh, to share what God has been um, re releasing uh, to them. Okay. Are the upgrading of weapons, the new legalities of evolved human technology, giving them legal right? Now, that is a question we need to fully, thoroughly investigate from the scriptures of... Um, as on earth, so in the heavens, meaning this, um, is the evolving of human technology the direct result of it being first legalized in the spirit realm? Now that, that is a heavy question and meaty and weighty. That is a weighty question. When I mean weighty, I mean W-E-I-G-H-T-Y, weighty. There's weight in that question, which means... Uh, then the question we have to ask would be, according to that line of thinking, is everything on everything that upgrades on the earth is a direct result of it being sanctioned in the heavens first. Now, we don't know the full answer to that. Maybe some do. I actually don't. But I can see that. That's 
highly biblically plausible. Plausible. And the only verse that comes to my mind is whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And the verse before that says, I've given you the keys to the kingdom. And I'm beginning to wonder, based on that line of thinking that we just said that this person wrote in, in the chat room just now, uh, could it be that these keys of the kingdom is access to a dimension or access to a release or whatever that might be, access to a place where the heavens has released it and is now legal on earth? Mm, love this. Love it. Love it. Love it. And everything that we're saying today is actually biblical and accurate. Sola Scriptura. The Bible is the sole authority for all faith and conduct. This is not borderline heresy or stretching a text. You know, no, this is biblical literacy and biblical plausibility. We're looking at scripture and coming to what could be plausible, which means highly probable, but not definitive. Oh, don't play with Pagani, man. I know more than demons and devils. I get, I could use big words too. <laughs> but is there a dimension of an upgrade of strategies and weaponry um, that we haven't, you know, uh, we haven't tapped into. Come on, y'all. Or watch this. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw out a bomb right now. Could it be what the Apostle John was looking at, and what we have written based on their understanding? Uh, could it be that it's really what John saw was misunderstood technology? Meaning misunderstood. We don't know if he really saw a scorpion. What if he saw a tank and then tried to find the word to fit a tank? And he said, the only thing I know that looks like that um, is a scorpion. We're assuming that he saw, you know, a scorpion and we are interpreting it as a tank. What if he saw a tank and then he put scorpion? Did you catch what I just said? Come on. Come on. Come on, talk to me, guys. This, you know, it's okay as Christians to think about these things. Uh, come on. Ain't nothing wrong with us asking the, asking these questions. What did they really see? What did they really see? Did it, oh, watch this. Okay, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. L listen to me. Listen to me. How can John see the future and the future is animals? If the prophets see the future, you mean to tell me that the, the vision that they saw was just a bunch of animals and old archaic things? And then they just wrote that? How is that seeing the future? Because if they see a, a bird, an unclean bird, or whatever the case may be, how is that the future? If the bird and the typology that they're using is something present. If they are seeing the future, if the prophets are seeing the future in their predictions or in their prophetic utterances from the Most High God, given to them by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, sanctioned by Jesus Christ himself, who has the book, who has the book taken out of the right hand of him who sits on the throne and begins to crack open the seals, and they and John saw the future. How is the future just a bunch of birds and scorpions? And how is that the future? How is that the future? Did you catch it? If the prophets are seeing the future, how would they describe it? 
how would they describe it? You know, if the, if the future was uh, three birds flying around and they wrote it down, how would, how would John or Daniel understand what that bird means? How would they know? How would they know? Amen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close it up in a few minutes, guys. I want to hear your thoughts. All right. Now, now keep in mind, don't nobody think too hard. Don't think too hard because then you're going to end up in error and then you're going to end up with doctrine of demons and then you're going to be thinking about dumb foolishness. Don't go deep. Don't be deep, guys. Just think critically. Think, ask the Holy Spirit tough questions. Holy Spirit, how is this possible? Not for the sake of strengthening your faith, just to ask them and say, Holy Spirit, show me something. Listen, to ask the Holy Spirit, not for the sake of I need to strengthen my faith. And if I don't get the answer, I'm going to I'm going to backslide. That's not why we're asking the Holy Spirit. We're asking the Holy Spirit because we want him to show us something amazing and be like, Holy Spirit, show me something amazing. Blow my mind, Holy Spirit, just because I love you and you love me. And just show me something simply amazing, Lord, because I want you to blow my mind. That's it. That's all we're asking. That's 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 all. That's all we're asking. This is not about, you know, uh, I'm going to ask these questions and if I don't get the answer, I get confused and then I'm going to backslide and then I, co- I convert to an atheist. That's the dumbest thing somebody could ever do. Ask these tough questions and then backslide as a result. Yo, sometimes, some, let me tell you something, man. I'm just going to say something because I'm from the Bronx. I'm going to tell you something. Some people need to grow up in their thinking. They ask tough questions. And God didn't answer me. I'm going to backslide. Bible ain't real. And then they become atheists. Man, what? Something wrong with you, man. No, that's not what we're asking. It's not a question of faith and Bible translations. Oh, the Bible is corrupt. That's what, you know, God, do angels use technology. Oh, God, don't give me the answer. The Bible translation is corrupt then. Like, come on, y'all. Like, stop it, man. You've been wanting to backslide. You know, when I hear people backsliding over foolishness like that, the first thing that comes to my mind was, baby, you've been wanting to backslide because you're more attractive to the world from jump. You've been wanting to leave Jesus. Don't come at me with that. I got confused and there's so many Bible translations and you know what? It's a man-made religion, white man religion. I'm out of here. Jesus is a fairy tale. Baby, you've been wanting to say Jesus is a fairy tale. You just got an excuse now. Stop that. Stop that. Come on. We are asking and we are thinking critically because we just want the Holy Spirit to just show us something amazing. Write it in the chat room. <laughs> Amen. Hey, listen, I gave you a nugget to think about. I want you to keep asking the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, show me something amazing from the word. Just make sure it falls in line with sola scriptura, which means the Bible is the sole authority for all faith and conduct. And the Bible, the 66 books, Well, there were more, but I'll leave that for another day. But the 66 books are canon. 
And the word canon means the measuring line, the rule or the ruler. The 66 books is the inerrant, infallible word of the living God. 100% God's word written by holy men and prophets who were moved by the Holy Spirit. And nothing they wrote was by any private interpretation. But the Bible says that the word of God is breathed by the Holy Spirit. And it is profitable for all reproof, instruction, and admonishment in all our righteousness. So that the man and the woman of God may be thoroughly furnished unto good works and though heaven and earth pass away not not a dot or a tittle from the law will not pass away until all is fulfilled and the bible that you carry is a more sure word of prophecy thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Creating me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. You search the scriptures, but these are they which testify of me. Jesus is God manifested in the flesh. And I drop my own mic. I'm gone. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 